Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your favorite sports adjacent audio forum. I'm Chandler. Alec. And this week, we're back. We had, we dropped our little, uh, evergreen episode that we recorded a few it's weeks ago. It's pretty Christmassy, honestly. Yeah, it is. I considered naming it something Christmas, but because you named it an evergreen file, it wasn't named a Christmas episode. But it's Fair. good. I will stand by this and I have a tweet set up for later. I think it's Chandler's best 30 minutes of podcasting ever. I appreciate that. I thought we both did great and I enjoyed it so much. I, I think it was a fun time. Too. Like I would, like, I'd be definitely down to do that again at some point in time. Uh, with like a football team. It's harder the more people you put in yeah. and it takes longer. It would have to be like we have to already pick everybody and then go on. Yeah. Do a lacrosse team, but just like the starting five instead of like all like I think eleven or whatever. Starting five of lacrosse. Like you're five all stars. Anyway, we're gonna get into <laughs> our regular segments, talk some holiday talk, because it's that time of year. Um we're gonna go to NBA and we're gonna get some Fast and hot takes from Alec. Uh, we'll do a top four, bottom four, and a little NFL recap because it is almost playoff time. The NFL season is fleeting away from us. It's crazy. It seems like just the other day we were begging for sports. But uh, before we get into all that, quick shout out from our sponsor, the folks up there in Northwest Missouri Fertilizer Service Company. They are kind of starting to wind down now. I think they had a record year. They like Eric Church. Yeah, I'm having a record year. That's pretty. That's it. Wasn't bad, honestly. Um, Yeah. So if you need them, obviously they're helping a lot of other folks out. If they're if they're sitting records, they're helping out everybody in the Northwest Missouri area. So hit them up six six zero six eight six two four zero two. Uh, if you need fertilizer, I'm pretty sure that's the number. It's been forever since I've done that. Uh, as you guys know, they're keeping Way God's to deliver country it with confidence. As good as she grows, we are also brought to you by the Thrive Fantasy app. Prop up. Uh, it's like your fan duels, DraftKings, it's a prop betting fantasy app. If you go on there and you make your first deposit of twenty dollars and use promo code Sneaky, that's S N E A K Y, you will get matched with twenty dollars. That's free money. What's better than free money? Peanut butter Sneaky sandwich? Athletic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sneaky athletic, probably better than 20 bucks. Hashtag sneaky. Let's Hashtag go. athletic. All right. So go to prop, go to Thrive Fantasy app. There you go. And prop up and prop up. get 20 bucks with promo code sneaky. All right. Let's get started. My, my soul, I gave it all. So in our Evergreen episode, you said draft duels and fan kings. Mm. And all I can think about with fan kings is gay only fans. Fan kings. Yeah, that, that'd be yeah. fire. We should create that. <laughs> should also, we? we should trademark that. <laughs> um, well, just giving out ideas is what we do here. That's the best. Yeah, we're the best at it. Uh, I got to thinking on on my drive back. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of driving. Uh 
over the last like 10 days or whatever, there was a point in time where we were fucking playing quarters to keep ourselves entertained. Oh, like religiously. Like we were into it for a couple hours. For hours. Yeah. And like had a notepad with tallies and there'd be like 12 empty beer cans sitting over there. We would drink. I have... I don't know if ever I've drank the same way that I drank the way that we did when we were playing quarters. This year, I think I've drank more beers because then I also had to think about like if we didn't have disc golf. Yeah. Like what it took up I, the, the app, uh, you disc gave yes. me my like year end report. And at the end there, I probably the last third, last quarter of like of playing this year, I didn't really record many. Mm-hmm. But it said I had 64 rounds, I think, this year, which I know for a fact May was 25 rounds. And you know you definitely played more than that, too. Uh, yeah. How I, often I have know, we gone out and just been like, okay, let's not keep it? Especially late. like yeah. at, Basically, in, from August on, I kind of mm-hmm. quit. Both of us quit recording. but So definitely over 100 rounds. Oh, for sure. So that's most likely at least... 100 to 150 hours of disc golf and then i got to thinking like when we first started playing it was a 12 pack easy every time it was interesting i think that's why we got good so fast is because we improved very quickly but we also quit drinking very yeah fast. it was like it was like we took a step up in our play and then we're like maybe we shouldn't get shit-faced out here and drink six beers in like 45 minutes we were seriously considering like just spitballing the idea around about entering tournaments like drunk. Yeah. Like we were, had to pregame in the parking lot with beers yeah. just to make sure that we were game ready. Yeah. It would, and it would always be every time when we were playing 18 holes. Yeah. We would bring a 12 pack at hole 12. We would yeah. both finish our last beers and be like, fuck, I'm kind of drunk. How about you? Like, yeah. And then just throw one right into a tree. Like yeah. every time. Good thing there's six more holes. Yeah. And then Keep steady. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Line us a little back out until we got to had to drive home. And then I think the one time when we did snappers, which are seven point three percent alcohol. Not a great idea. We did a twelve pack of snappers. I don't even remember the last six holes. I very often say this is my worst round ever, but to be fair, I probably don't remember my worst round yeah, ever. That one was bad. Bad deal, for sure. Speaking of good deals, I, the disc golf reminded me. I had a great Christmas. I got some disc golf related gifts. Yeah. I got a full basket, a backpack. Finally, I've been using this ripped yeah. up, torn up backpack. It's about time. I was so happy about it, man. I was like, "Good God!" Like, thank, thank the Lord. I'm not literally. Whenever I would unzip this bag, it would just rip open because one, the strings yeah. would be caught, and two. The hole was so big that I would just try to reach in there sometimes to yeah. grab my shit straight out. But now I'm a little bit more official. I got a nice little set up rack that's like quick and easy. Yeah, it looks good. How was your Christmas? It was good. A lot of, uh, I actually got some art. I'll have to show it to you afterwards. I got okay. two, of my, two of my favorite pictures my dad's ever taken of like around my hometown. Mm-hmm. Got them like blown up as art. Have I ever told gift. you where my girlfriend thought you lived? No. So, you know, when you leave our town about 10 minutes outside of Columbia on your way home, there's a town she called thought Rocheport, I lived at Rocheport, which is spelled R-O-C-H-E-P-O-R-T. Yes. 
Uh, but you are actually from Rockport, R-O-C-K-P-O-R-T. B-L-U-E-J-A-Y-S. And she was so confused why you would go home so often and like why it would take you so long to get there. Uh, yeah, I got a big trip heading home. And she thought you lived 10 minutes away for over a year. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But actually, so our uh, in the 80s, I think, Rockport, uh, like, added... They rebuilt their elementary school, mm-hmm. uh, and the windows that they ordered from like Pella got delivered to Roachport instead of yeah. Rockport. Why do you even know that? Just a little fun fact. Okay, back to Christmas. Yes. So it was good. It was great. Yeah. Okay. A lot of friend, a lot of uh, friendship and family. Um, helped my parents a fuck ton. They're redoing their kitchen, so. Uh, which I'll get to that here in a little bit, but yeah, I had a good I time. got in at a nice time because my parents, actually, my girlfriend and I visited, uh, oh my goodness, it was a while ago, months and months ago, and when we visited, the basement flooded. Yeah. And so we had to help them, like, control this, and they finally got it fixed, like, five or six days before Christmas, and so we finally got to have, like, the nice new finished basement, and I'll hang out down there. It was nice. Uh, and I was also, you know, surrounded by friends and family and very thankful. So that's my lifestyle tip. Be grateful. I got sure. a plethora of gifts from my girlfriend who was just, it spoiled me. You know, I felt like a king that day. You deserve to be spoiled. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've never thought that I needed a water bottle. I have, I have finished you this thing one. three times a day. My old better. one was like fine, but like now that I have one that I like, Mm-hmm. I'm the most hydrated motherfucker you've ever seen. I just made the switch from like my Yeti cup to the lid that's always open mm-hmm. to the lid that opens and closes. And yeah. just that switch made me drink twice as much water. Wow. It's crazy. I have other caps. I might have to keep that secret in my pocket yeah. whenever I get a little it's, tired. It's, you know, spice it up a bit. Absolutely. You know, uh, my lifestyle tip. What you got? Have as many kids as you can because they're just free labor. That's all I was over the holiday. Oh, buddy. Um, it was me and my two sisters. So, uh, like I just mentioned, but my parents are, uh, renovating their kitchen. This is not a new trend with the, uh, farmer household. My parents are big, like DIY, love renovating shit, always have a project. There's always Mm -hmm. a project, no matter what. So, Built a new kitchen downstairs, had to move, nice. had to move the, so like where the pool table was. Yeah. Kitchen, kitchen there. That's sweet. Uh, oh, it's, it's for sure gonna be awesome because now there's a patio there. Right. And, and there's a bathroom, there's a kitchen, yeah. there's everything And downstairs. once it, oh, it's, it's a in-law suite essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, but when I go home now, it's like, I can wake it's up, take a pick, take a piss and then make scrambled eggs all within like 20 feet. Wow. Uh, you're living and the life. It'll huh? be great once the upstairs kitchen is done because then it's essentially going to be like a sweet bar down there. And we're living currently in a duplex that has we have a bathroom in each of our rooms. Yes, but there's no water pressure. It's not as great. Uh definitely not as stocked in the fridge. And they wonder why millennials uh, go home. The fridge just insane. Oh, my goodness. I, that was one of my favorite parts about going home. My girlfriend was like loading up some drinks. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like. <laughs> that won't be necessary. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the whole downstairs fridge is the beer fridge. Yeah. My parents have two fridges. 
And then, you know, the freezer outside, of course, it's stocked up. It's a rural America thing. For and sure. I, but it's a good move. Also, now that my dad has two smokers come mm-hmm. home and he immediately is like, so what should we smoke this week? So I'm like, all right, wings. A little bit of reefer. We, well, uh, I did, we did a prime rib. We did wings and ribs mm. as well. I'm like, this is awesome. I just love this. Uh, he's like, uh, here, take my debit card. Go down, pick us up a little bourbon and, uh, you know, nice. this and this. And I'm like, you got it. Well, were you mad about anything? You got a beef? So my beef is with Elon Musk. Where right. the fuck right. where the Switch fuck gears. is this hyperloop? I'm trying to travel for the holidays and it takes me fifteen minutes to get from Columbia to Kansas City. Uh, the one that was proposed to be from Kansas City to St. Louis actually got uh submitted elsewhere. And that wasn't Elon, that was Virgin Mobile. I Elon's the problem. Is he? He's the hang up with okay. it. Okay. He because he wants his name to be on it. Go off King. Just do better. Help me out. Help me. He's currently promoting a game that you can play in your Tesla while driving. While you're like, you Seems know, doing hands Elon. Free. Why don't you promote a Hyperloop? But they're adding multiplayer. That sounds fun. Maybe. I don't know. My beef is the opposite of my lifestyle. And my beef is be grateful. Uh, or sorry, my lifestyle was be grateful. My beef is ungrateful kids. That 10% beer is kicking your ass. It is. It's a little heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. So, every year, this is one of my favorite Twitter traditions, um, I'll type into the, your Twitter search bar, like, worst Christmas ever, mm-hmm. or I hate my parents, or I hate my blah, 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 or PS4, Xbox, whatever the new thing is, mm-hmm. and you can always see a kid who, like, he got the Xbox, and he, Xbox and he X wanted series, the, the PS5, yeah. right, or- My mom just doesn't understand. They got a new car, but it wasn't the car that they wanted. Spoiled fucking run. It is absolutely ridiculous, and it's always a good time, and it really uh, levels your head a bit. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, but that was my- uh, So we kind of had- Those kids. We kind of had different- uh, Are my lifestyle and your beef. Yours was hating on kids, and mine was like- have kids because they're just free labor. Well, I just, I didn't agree with that from the jump, but I was going to let you have your moment. I have many other problems with that. I don't want to have a lot of kids either, but I was just sitting there as I'm, you know, rewiring my parents' basement. I'm like, this fucking sucks. I think that if I have kids within five years, it will be a shock to both me and the world. Mm-hmm. Within five, I think I'd be probably close in that same boat. I mean, I want to get I don't married want and not have kids. kids for a while. I'll adopt. I don't care. I don't Good mind. Good for you. I, to be honest, I've thought about that for a while, and I think that I would just not have kids and do it. Why not? I mean, they're going to have you. It's like if it's the whole like, which you have a brother that, does he have a boy? Girl right now. I, they'll a lot probably of people are like more. the same. A lot of people are like the, uh, you know, passing on your name, like carrying on your family stuff. You can uh, adopt a boy and he'll give him your last name. I can also like, you know, you can set something up where you're like the second that they have him, you take over. So then you have the name, you have everything. Yeah. You know, like there's so many options there and it's like, I don't know. It just doesn't like really bother me. I'm not really concerned about it. I don't think you yeah. are either. No. Either one of us are like. I think we're both big, uh, why don't we live our lives currently? I mean, if I bring you into my house and I raise you as my 
child, like you are my child, you know, especially if I adopt you, oh, yeah. you have no choice to leave. It's not like, you know, it's a step No, you know, it's not like you're going to the other yeah. parent on no, the weekends, yeah. you know, it's uh, yes. like, we're in this together. Yeah. Eh, whatever. And as long as they like, uh, board games and vaping, I think they'll be fucking set. I think that's going to be my, I'm going to try. I already know that I'm going to try whatever my kid's into. I'm going to try to get into it, but that is one of my biggest fears. Of we being both a parent. I don't know though. We both love just picking up random hobbies and getting way too into them. Right. So I'm not really worried about either one of us being like, like you have a kid and your kids into like four things. You'll figure one of them. Out. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're like, I am actually addicted to like boxcar racing. I'm like, well, that sounds fucking awesome. I've never tried it. We'll be going Let's do coast it. to coast. Yeah. There's a commercial. Like I already Amazoned all racing. the fucking expensive tools. I have to... four of them right now yeah. sitting in the garage. I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah, like I the track set up in the backyard. Actually, I'm going to need you to uh, grease the wheels real quick yeah, before we like test Your this. mom is on the way to the store to pick up the last three things I need. I'm not concerned about that. What are we on? Uh, What the feet? What the feet? What you got? Is fog real? Every time I get close, it just disappears. So another 4chan <laughs> post is what we brought to yes. you this week. I, I, I'm i addicted to finding 4chan posts from decades ago. They age pretty well because they weren't in great taste in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that one comes around every now and again. But it, it was definitely a whoa. Made me like, whoa. Never thought about that. <laughs> did, did it really mind fuck you there for a minute? For like about three seconds. But you remind me of the group of people who are my what the feed. Uh, I think we're going to post this a little bit later on Twitter, but 911 operator TikTok. Yes. It's it's my new favorite like subgenre. Are you pulling it up? Yeah, I'll get it up. Okay. So I stumbled upon this today via Twitter, but. Just the shit that these nine one one operators have to deal with is absolutely ridiculous. It's insane. Here I'll we go. Speak for yeah, I'll I'll play a quick clip. There's a lot more where that came from. So one of my favorite things is the animation that goes along with it. And there's a point in that recording where the guy on the phone goes, so who gets the deer, me or the dog? And the animation is him and the dog at a table playing rock, paper, scissors. Rochambeau figuring out who gets that fucking deer. Also, superhuman strength to just pick this fucking deer up and put it in your goddamn back seat. And it bites you on the neck and you don't crash. Just if a fucking deer is going crazy insane. in my back and then bites me on the neck, I'm statistically I'm going to crash. 
Also, that dog definitely has rabies. And did you bring the deer into the phone booth with you? Because why is the dog outside the phone booth waiting? Uh, and, and he wanted a bambulance. <laughs> what the fuck's a bambulance? It's a bambulance for Joe. Whoa, Black I Betty. Love, I love bambulance. what he goes. Who is this? Joe. I wish he would right. say, yo mama. <laughs> yeah, yo mama. <laughs> he's not even falling into that trap. That no. man was prepared today. Yeah, he was just like, uh, it's fucking Joe. You don't know? He's like, okay, what's your You can't state? tell by yeah, my next voice? Next question. <laughs> Oh, uh, the and then the other one that I saw was the lady who was in the fast food drive through and they wouldn't give her her like country western burger or right. something. And she was like, well, you need to get down here. And she's like, ma'am, that's not a crime. Yeah. We can't. It's between you and the manager. Yeah, it's not illegal. Um, and she's like, no, you guys need to get down here. Fucking ordeal. The lady who was stuck in her car in the Walgreens parking lot and called the 911 operator to tell her that her car was off and she's like none of the electronics will turn on i'm locked inside my car and she just starts coughing and she goes you know i'm getting really high i'm getting sick and you can tell it's an older woman's voice and she goes ma'am uh is there a you know unlock like stick to the side of your car uh yeah can you pull that stick up for me well i guess let me try it and she instantly tries it and you hear like the pop and then the door. <laughs> you hear that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she goes, did you get out of it? Well, yeah, I'm okay now. Nine one one operators deserve way more respect than way more pay. Oh God. If that's, if this is like, we're seeing a very small glimpse of what they're dealing with on a daily basis. Oh my God. And gosh. sure. Yeah. Most of the calls are probably like true emergencies. They need more props for those because they're actually handling an emergency. I bet that these are a nice little break from your day. Yeah. For <laughs> Joe to, with for Joe to call you. you about a bambulance and his fucking him playing rock, paper, scissors with a dog over who gets the deer that bit him on the back of the you neck. You never not have something to ask your coworkers about too because you're like, oh my God, what happened with the guy who got bit by the deer? Yeah. yeah you know, exactly. you have to know. Yeah, you're like, honey, you will never believe the call I took today. And she's like, is it better than the fucking deer biting the guy in the dog? And he's like, actually, it is. It's yeah, crazy. You have to compete with uh, 911 TikTok now. Oh, crazy. You have more things on the internet that we should uh, be looking into? Yes. So everyone needs to go look into the Chet Hanks 60-day challenge. Is that your, what the feeder you Google this? My Google this. He is, uh, he, I hate you. He's just tired of all the negativity. I and he he just he's like you know why don't we all just get together and be positive for 60 60 days and we and we have good mental physical and emotional health for 60 days that's all the challenge is it seems simple right douchebag <laughs> what a fucking moron i it doesn't help that he looks like every jersey shore character mixed with a little bit of alabama and yeah, no, he looks like the show uh, Florida Georgia Line <laughs> and the band mixed together. And it also doesn't help that he like switches up how he talks depending on what he's trying to get accomplished. Like he can't do this fucking like Jamaican Rastafarian like dialect and then go back to talking like he actually talks and be like, hey, it's Chet Hanks here. 60 day challenge. Well, he thought he was helping those kids out whenever he went there with his dad to help the orphanage. Yeah, just that give all of, just give all of his inheritance, and that'll help those kids out way more. That'll drain the swamp. 
Yeah. Okay. So my Google this. Is, Are you going to do the Chet Hanks 60 day challenge? I Shut up. <laughs> shut up. My Google this. Is, I think it's a good challenge. Is it? I mean, on paper. I challenge you to shut up about it for the rest of this podcast. How about that one? My Google this is different types of dreams depending on if you played video games or not while you were young. Oh, I'm really interested in this because today at work we were talking about stress dreams. Yeah. And my boss and one of our residents both have reoccurring stress dreams. And Do you it's have the same, reoccurring dreams? Uh, of late, I've had a few in a row of losing about losing hair. I was going to ask if that's what it was. Um, of late, but I've never had that in my, before in my life. Really? But I have one reoccurring my, dream that I've always had. My boss has a reoccurring dream of when she's like, when she's stressed during the day, she notes it happens in her dreams is she's a freshman again at Cornell and she cannot. Uh, does she, she's a freshman in the dream or in real life at Cornell? In the dream. She's, so she didn't actually go to Cornell? No, she did. Oh, the, so how many times have you been told? Only like twice, actually. She's okay, not. She's her. not like a uh, Andy. Okay, yeah. From the office, yeah. yes. No, she doesn't wear any Cornell stuff either. Uh, but it's this is almost like, a little disappointing. Yeah, you know, she should be. She actually reps like Wisconsin a lot more. She went to vet school in Wisconsin. Go Badgers. Yeah, um, but she's like a freshman at Cornell, and she cannot find the building she's supposed to go to. And she That's has the map. Worst nightmare. And she has the map, and she can't find it. And then my the resident, <laughs> this one's funny. She has a dream that she's back when she had braces, and she has gum stuck in her teeth. Awesome. And she can't That's get the terrible. gum out. So wow. like both of those, and I was like, you guys are fucking losers. Wow. I have two reoccurring dreams, and they're both at the very first house that I grew up in. And the first one is up the street about six blocks. There's a Casey's from my house and me and my dad go into this Casey's. And do you know the old comic spy versus spy? There's like a black spy and a white spy. And they're like, they look mm-hmm. like uh Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. Oh, okay. I think I actually they have this know. like long, like beak. a beak. Yeah. yeah okay. So those guys are in the dream. And for some reason I have a diamond on me and they, Oh, it no. only appears once I walk into the Casey's. My dad and I are always going to the Casey's to pick up pizza up the street and we go in, Interesting. and the second I walk in, I realize a diamond in my pocket, and these two are, like, killing each other in the parking lot, and then they, like, try to come and kill me and my dad, and then I have another reoccurring dream. Like, instead of leaving my house and going to the Casey's, this one is in the first house I ever grew up in, and it is my... So, we had, like, two rooms. You know how much shit my dad has. We had, like, two yeah. rooms that were storage. I had a room. My brother had a room. My parents had a room. And then, like, we had family also staying in the guest room, and all the storage rooms were filled by family. And they all had windows in them. And so the dream is I wake up in my room and go systematically from room to room to try and get the rest of my family because I hear something outside. And assassins are breaking, like, kamikaze, like, skyscraper, breaking through the window, busting the glass, just shooting my family in the face with a shotgun. You played way too many video games as a kid. It's insane. And so I go from, like, room to room trying to save my family and they all die until I get to my parents' room and they bust through the window in my parents' room and the dream ends every time right there. And I dream in black and white if somebody dies in my dream. But if I realize I'm in a dream during the dream, it goes back to color. Interesting. 
So Spy versus Spy Dream, black and white. Ninja Dream, black and white. That's very in-depth. I wish I could remember more of my dreams. I've had it and so many times. It's like the only one that stands out. Like a lot of them I can, you know how it goes. Like immediately after you were like, whoa, that was crazy. Like and you were going through it. Like one of recent that I had was I would, Mackenzie and I went to a hotel Ooh. and we like parked and we went up and for some reason like it was the weird, is the most random, it was like my cousin, Sergis, huh. and like two other people were like in you know, like the connecting rooms in a hotel. Yeah. They were like in the connecting room and we like had it open. And then for some reason, Mackenzie and I had like people come and try to kill us. And I was driving and I like get out of there and I was in a Range Rover. Huh. Like that Can was. Can you a, tell that you're in a dream? At the end. It's, it's typically like. At so you the, can't tell in the middle of it and like control it like a lucid dream. Correct. Okay. It's typically at the end where I'm like starting to wake up and I'm like, oh fuck, this is a dream. But the I ha- can lucid dream. The hair one is. I've had it a few times and I'm basically like just rubbing my head and yeah. the hair just keeps falling out and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I wake up. Interesting. Well, this study that is my Google this is when dreaming, hardcore video gamers have been reported to be able to toggle between first and third poison. Oh my God. Poison. Poison. First and third poison point of view. Readily take control over at even enjoy nightmares. And even more dreams that involve far-fetched or impossible scenarios. Like imaginary characters in space travel. That's what happens when you play too many video games as a child. I mean, it, it honestly makes sense, though. Oh, yeah, because without a doubt. And apparently they're that's... able to go into different time periods, too. Like, typically Ooh. we dream in modern day, correct? Yeah. And so... I don't know that I've ever dreamt in a different exactly. time. Exactly. They'll be able to, like, go and, like... You know, you're the king of the castle in yeah. medieval times. Or, I'm very you know, jealous of people Rome. who like are like av- like not avid's not the right word, but frequent lucid dreamers. I can do it every once in a while, uh, and like really, the thing that got me was like those recurring dreams happen so often yeah. they freaked me out that I was like, oh, I realize that I'm in a dream now. But there are also other things you can look for, like if you check clocks, books, anything that has like writing on it. You look at it and it will say something, but your mind doesn't actually retain yeah. that information. So if you look away and look back at it, it will say something else. It's so crazy. But I there must be a certain part of the brain that you're using a lot more when you're gaming that is also involved in dreaming. Uh, well, I think <clears throat> that also your receptors are triggered in a different way. Yeah. And I, I was also just thinking like, living life I, through that sort of person, you know, it's, I wonder if method actors have the same thing, like, yeah, you know, gaming, you, you follow a person and when, and actors, when you're gaming, so just like the way that my brain works, it's like, all right, I'm gaming all the time. But when I'm away from gaming, I'm still going to be thinking about like that stuff. So in my head, I'm imagining me playing this game you know, in third person or in first person, you know, depending on what game it is. So like outside of that, I'm visualizing that a lot in my head being like, Oh, when I get home, I'm going to, you know, do this and I'll be going through the map this way and doing that. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. So you're basically playing the game in your head. I'll say it for hours thinking, but like, I I wouldn't do that because I don't play video games a ton, but I'm, you know, essentially it's just in my, the way I interpret it, whatever. It's just like, oh, you're, since you do that a lot when you're awake, your brain's mm. just going to turn that on when you're, like the the whole, the first person, third person Wait, thing. 
always creeped me out about going to bed whenever I played Fortnite too much. You just reminded me of this is I would hear the like chest sound of Fortnite while I was laying in my bed at night. That's wild. It was weird. You want to talk some sports? Yeah, let's talk sports. All right. So what uh, NFL stuff do you want to talk about? End of the fantasy season, Haskins. Yeah. So Obviously, we'll get into the Chiefs. Yeah. But you so, have anything else? I mean, Haskins is quite the case. I, I don't really have a problem with a, a millionaire going to a strip club, doing whatever he wants, that aspect. James Harden. Um, yeah. You know, live your life. Now, when, when you're putting your cancer-recovering head coach in jeopardy during a pandemic, like, that's when it's like, all right, like, Let's let's just take a second and think about others. Like the, the football is a team game. Sometimes I think it, the most important thing is when you put the team above yourself. Well, I think he's considering that if we all join in the war against five G, then we will have. It's a good point, Alec. Corralled cancer and COVID because it both all comes. One. Yeah, from you yeah. know. The, one source the elite chop the snake off, like you yeah. know cut the head off the snake exactly. and the body's useless <laughs> yeah uh no haskins it's like you know i i get like if you wanted to do that if you want to do that shit just go ahead and retire like i don't know he's made enough money that if he's smart with it he can live the rest of his life off his rookie deal he was drafted 15th overall i I don't want to get too into that. And so, he saw that, or he was saying that the NFL had like slept on him and whatever it drafted. The the tweet that made me laugh the most was, uh, I believe it was Diana Rossini tweeted out that about she, the executive who's going to throw up. No, and, no, no. It was the coaches. Oh, so <laughs> they the coaches did not want to draft Haskins, but the owner uh, Dan Snyder pretty much made them. Like the owner and the executives made them draft him at 15. And I guess one coach was like so sick about it in the like headquarters in the room that he like almost threw up. Dan Snyder seems to have a ton of experience about pressuring people into decisions. He might as well be the devil if you're a Washington football team fan. Or a woman who works for the or- works for the organization. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that as well. Like I, that's. But if if you're a Washington football team fan, he is trying to make your life worse actively every day. Uh, what else did, did I want to say? Oh, this was you coming off with some takes. I wasn't prepared for all that about Haskins. I just literally had a question mark about it in the I notes. Know, you know, you never know. Hey, you gotta stay ready. Keep um, getting ready. Before I was watching the, I had made it back home, made it back to Columbia for the Sunday night football game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like watching the pregame and stuff and they, you know how they always do the like starters and they talk about them and, uh, yes, they introduce, like they have the secondary like graphic up for the Titans. And I can't remember if it was Collinsworth or Al Michaels. I'm going to say it was Collinsworth because I like Al Michaels more was like, and this secondary, they're legit. And I was like, what? I was like, they, they are. I was like, I don't think they're that good. And then I basically blinked and. Devontae Adams had three touchdowns. I was like, what happened? It's like, what, what is going on? You it's can't, the, you can't do that. And you're putting that all on Devontae Adams? Not the guy who's getting him the ball? No, Aaron Rodgers is very good and he had a great game. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, 
a, a wide receiver having three touchdowns shows that your secondary is ass. I Especially mean, when you're not, they weren't playing like man up. It was just, it wasn't one guy who was the issue of Devontae Adams getting three touchdowns and I Aaron Rodgers having a great game. That there's a person in, in the, the snow. There's not a person in the NFL like Aaron Rodgers who like he gets pissed and he goes at you one on one and he's just going to beat you every time. It's like the anime super like the main character who's just like coming out of the woodwork or like, you know, the plot armor and Westworld. Aaron Rodgers has big brother syndrome all the time. It's like when the little brother like acts up and like flips him off oh, or yeah, like yeah, beats, yeah. beats him in a game of 21 or or like. Even like something like that beats him in some competitive. And then he's like, all right, for the next five years, I'm going to make sure you never win a game of anything. <laughs> Correct. Like the, he's, he's got that type of deal where it's like, everything is personal. It works for him though. Oh, I mean, and I love obviously. him. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was like, it was very fun to watch in the snow of him essentially looking like the best quarterback of all time. It, it, he's like Steph Curry throwing it and turning around before the yeah, pass is like, even he, caught. Like skies, like hands up to the yeah. sky. Like, that was a touchdown right there. I just want to see Aaron Rodgers' bow and arrow once. Yeah. I'd like to see, like, I think he could have thrown three or four no look passes last night. Maybe. Do you want to get into our best teams and our worst teams then? Yeah, let's do top four, bottom four. Okay. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first and let's start with the bottom four. Go ahead. So I have Jags at, at number 32. Yeah. Worst, I, let's not talk about them. Yeah. Uh, I have the Texans at 31. I think that's incorrect, but okay. J.J. Watt, I mean, basically said, like, if you guys don't... If you rag on your team, you're bad now. Well, the team is bad if you have to have somebody rag on your team. Yeah, I mean, so he bad. came out and was like... What the fuck's every, going on? Like, yeah. nobody is trying. Right. Which is kind of a hard-o move, but also, <laughs> like, J.J. Watt does fucking try hard. I don't know. It's like, it's, I'm in between on it. It's like, it just essentially, it means your team is crumbling into ash. It's true. They are my, uh, honorable mention for my bottom four. Like when JJ, when it, when your best player comes out and is like, nobody's trying, then the rest of the team looks like Thanos did the snap. Is and JJ want like, their best player? I would say so. I mean, DeAndre, or, uh, I wouldn't, maybe he's on the team. Uh, Fair. Deshaun Watson. It's all, yeah. I mean, it's between those two. Yeah, Best defense player. Best defense player and team leader. He's been there the longest. Okay, so the 30th, because we have 32, 31, yep. 30th, bottom four. Eagles. Agreed. They are just... <laughs> I mean, Jalen Hurts had a good game, but I don't understand how you lose to this Cowboys team. Well, they didn't. Miami. Twice, I think, now. Well, that's exactly when you put him in. It's you take it's, Jalen out. it's impressive how bad these this Eagles team has managed to be. I, so I have them there also because of the like you said they're so bad, but like the division, the people that they're playing constantly, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, I don't get it. I Me yeah, either. that the NFC East is so bad, and like the Eagles is just like I look at them like you shouldn't be that bad. Like you. You just won a Super Bowl not that long ago. I don't know. That makes sense. Lions at 29. They got absolutely boat raced by Tampa Bay. I feel so bad for Matt Stafford. Yeah, but that's the life he chose. He did sign that fucking fat ass deal with them. 
Yeah, and I think that he's still good. And I think oh, that, yeah. speaking of the life you chose, uh, you guys don't have shit going on on your offensive line, Cincinnati, and they are my four. Okay, so they're at 32? No, 29. Oh, they're 29. Okay. 29. Uh, just so, till they, you know, they get Joe Burrow back and start doing something, because they're playing decent competition. I think they are starting to build, and yeah, the AFC North is a good conference right now. I think the Browns terrible. are the, the Browns are the best they've ever been. I don't think the Steelers are great, but they're definitely good. Are they're the not Steelers bad. the worst 12-3 and three team ever? Maybe. It's, I would, I would, <laughs> it's a good I, probability. I mean, yeah. I would probably agree with that. Okay, so the top half, uh, let's... Wait, wait what do you have? Jacksonville, New York, Philly, Oh, you had Cincinnati. the Jets at 31? Yeah, of course. Yeah, duh. I mean, they won the last two. I kind of took them out of so it. So they're on a hot streak and you bumped they, them up. But they should also... I, I took them out of it because they've won two games, but I also want to put them in because they're fucking themselves out they're of the, the number one draft yeah. pick. So it's like they kind of deserve... Like they almost might be my 33rd team. Like they're okay. like they're my twenty eighth and thirty thirteen. Like they take both of those spots. <laughs> Fair enough. So let's go top four, okay. starting with the bottom and going up. Uh do you have a five in honorable mention? I do. Okay, so go ahead with that and then I'll go with my four. So I have the Saints at five. Okay. Fair enough. I um, have the Bills at four. So I agree with the Bills. I have the Bills at four, but I have the Saints at three. Oh, okay. Because so who? I have Tampa Bay, but you have but uh, Taysom Hill. What? Who are you going? Why are they at three? I just think everything else. Yeah, sure. Their quarterback situation isn't figured the fuck out, but everything yeah, else their defense is, fine. is good. Yeah, and obviously, defense, they, obviously they have a great head coach. I think that the Chiefs are so much the best team in the league, and we don't have a Green Bay example yet because I think Green Bay can only do the shootout shit that the Chiefs can do right yeah. now. You know, if like absolute peak versus peak, only Green Bay is going to do that. And New Orleans's defense sustained that to a bit. Yeah. New so, Orleans has a a good running game as well. And um, you know Kamara's going to show up. You know Thomas. Like if they are healthy and have the opportunity, they are all there to make plays. I th- I think if Drew Brees and Tom Brady flip-flop, for me, they would flip-flop my rankings. Like if, if Tom Brady goes to the Saints and Drew Brees goes yeah. to the – um, a flip flop to the Bucks. drop top, for sure. Okay, uh, Green Bay as my two and Kansas City same, as my one. Same, yeah. I mean, the Packers went out in the snow and looked elite as fuck. Uh, they have potentially the best wide receiver in the league. Pro Football Focus seems to think so. What? That's. I mean, that's where he's ranked. I mean, he's having. I mean, are, do you share that opinion, or are you just repeating no. somebody else? Like, what is going on? I didn't on? say he was the number one. I said potentially. Like, depending on how you look at it, it's all opinion uh, based. Because uh, 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 there's a thousand statistics you can look at now. Who Who is your number one wide receiver in the league? Travis Kelsey. That's a good take. That's a good take. Because I'm still on that MV tree. MV tree. Goodness gracious. MVP train baby. Most valuable. Travis Kelsey. Most valuable. Tyner. Travis. I wish we were synced up there. Damn. Okay. Uh, tight end this receiver. Beer. Yeah, I mean that beer is fucking heavy. You hit your teeth with it. <laughs> I want to brush my teeth with it. Uh, I mean the Chiefs. Sure, they've looked a little sloppy. It was a classic trap game. I'm fine with that. Here's the thing: is we're gonna play bad against anyone all year. 
It's not going to be a divisional opponent. It's going to be the shitty fucking Falcons that if anybody is guaranteed to shit the bed and if anybody is guaranteed to make it at the end, Chiefs versus Falcons. Yeah. and But it's like, who have we looked the worst against this year? The Raiders yeah. and the Falcons. And it's like two teams that don't matter that we come in we sleepwalking. We against the Patriots who are getting boat raced. We didn't, but I, yeah, I... I just think our our defense can step up when they want to. Chris Jones looks like an absolute fucking Man, monster. Yeah. He had eight quarterback pressures. Uh, he he looked insanely good. Uh, our linebacking crew is is banged up, which sucks. But Willie Gay's looking great. Uh, Legarius Sneed, the sixth rounder out of Louisiana Tech, looking phenomenal. He's looking like the steal of the draft. He's coming out. He's blitzing off the edge, getting sacks. He's getting interceptions. His coverage stats are insane. It, I think he's the best draft pick since Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs. Ooh. Edwards, it, Edwards Lair is yeah. out till. He might come back. So now he's got, we have the one seed locked up and we're resting pretty much everybody for the Chargers game. Yeah. Which, hot take, I think Chad Henney's going to take lead us to a victory. In a shootout. In Love a, it. In a freezing cold shootout. Justin Herbert, Chad Haney yeah. shootout. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to be like insane Cali bro shootout. Uh, another take. Sorensen is going to make his fucking paycheck on a game oh, that really doesn't matter. I, I could have bet my life, and Chief, a lot of Chiefs Twitter was saying this. It's like, all right, Falcons are going on the last drive. Dirty Dan about to make that <laughs> fucking game ceiling interception yeah. so everybody forgets about everything else. And like, I was like, oh, yep, he's going to grab one on the sideline. Just something it. stupid. I love yelling at him and Sammy Watkins. I, Sammy has played pretty well. I it's get better on, this year. I've been getting on Ben Neiman, who's the linebacker, and uh, Demarcus Robinson, who had the game winning touchdown. Uh, on Sunday, but he has not been playing well in my mind. Uh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't look amazing, but it was like, all right, turn it on. And he did. And it was like, Hey, maybe let's like, I was so sure we were going to score a touchdown on the chiefs last drive. I was like, we need to slow down. Yeah. Like no saying like, like we need to waste more time. Yeah. So I'm not even don't even have to question the Falcons going down the field. Like, I was like, well, let's just slow down. Like we're going to score. It's not that that's not an issue. Like, why don't we just take a knee in the middle of this and waste 40 also, seconds? Also, I was reading a tweet that said, what team wants to leave the Chiefs with that much time? They are. The, they the statistic, um, I'll tweet it from the pod account. There's basically a statistic that when you're down or in a close game late, what team is most likely to score to seal the game? And it's like every other team is like pretty much center, Center of the graph to bottom left. The Chiefs are in the top right corner. It's insane how good they are in one score games late. And and we've seen that time and time again, the ability to close these games out and like where Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes are not afraid to, th- to throw the ball late in games. Well, better than all that is the GOAT, the record setter, better than anybody else you've ever seen at his position, Travis Kelsey. I I I will agree that I I think he is the best tight end we've ever seen. The best tight end if any overall tight end. Sure, he's not has, the best blocking tight end. He's the best overall tight end. He's the best receiving tight end. If we've anybody ever seen. has ever deserved MVP as a tight end, it's Travis Kelsey. He for sure deserves Offensive Player of the Year, and that should not even be a question. Not enough. He this is his 
fifth year in a row with a thousand receiving yards. He just set the franchise record with with catches. He's the first tight end to have back to back hundred reception years. He's the first tight end to have five thousand yard receiving years in a row. Actually, five thousand yard receiving years in their career. He's just had them all in a row. And he can still block. It's not like his blocking is he's absolutely a great, shit. He's a great edge blocker, perimeter wow. blocker. Like, yeah, sure, he's not going to come down and fucking take a defensive end MVP. and walk him back. Like, MVP. whatever. I, I would not be mad at MVP. all. I know I told you the take of, like, you shit all over it. I mean, because Mahomes is the reason. Like, Kelsey has been good since Alex Smith. He took the next step up of being a guy who's capable of getting 1,400 receiving yards Swagger in season. plus swagger equals moxie. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good. Okay, speaking of people who look good, feel good, play good, James Harden, you want to get into the NBA? Let's talk NBA. Okay, so do you have James Harden takes? Because I'm kind of fine with what he's doing. I don't know what he's thinking with Darren Morey. I know you had some other NBA things. Take the reins for a second. Yeah, I got some more NBA things. So you just want to fire some hot takes real quick, and then we'll we'll get going. So I'm going to give you just Can some prompts. We get some warm-ups. Uh, give me yeah. some things that aren't on your list. Uh, so this is something we've talked about a little bit. Your thoughts on how Steph Curry is going to do this year. I think that he's going to be more prevalent this year for sure. Mm -hmm. I think that. Obviously, if you saw the stat that just went viral, Kelly Oubre and that other player are just bricking. <laughs> Replacing clay with bricks. And just terrible. The Chicago I mean, Bulls. You build a fortress around Steph so he can shoot it from the yeah. half-court line. It's all about the foundation. And, you know, we'll see how strong that house is, but I don't think it's capable of standing up to an even level two tornado. Okay. Uh, this should be right in your wheelhouse, too. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Let's fire him. All right. Luca MVP. No. All right. Timberwolves good question mark? No, they're not. Okay. Here's the thing is Carl Anthony Towns is a wait and see right now because he's a changed man. How much more waiting can we do? Well, he was good. He was always good. He just never was lead your team good. But now that he's got this like chip on his shoulder, he's got like some dead parent grief, like I don't know. You know the NBA loves to fix things. So True. we'll see if they fix it in his favor. Rudy Gobert, worth $200 million? <laughs> Fuck no. I think he is to the Jazz, though. Here's the thing. Like, I don't think he is Rudy to Gobert any other team. is worth $200 million, how much is uh, Devontae, Mitchell, Devontae Mitchell worth? That's a good question. And then you just are left with nothing on your roster, but I think, or you're undervaluing Devontae, and he's going to leave. Like Either way, it's a lose-lose. They're... He fits a very specific role for the Jazz. He is fantastic for the Jazz, and he's a fantastic player. But I don't think that changes anything I just said. Fair. Uh, Grayson Allen, the NBA's next supervillain? I mean, we'll have to see how James Harden goes. Oh, good point. The old yin and yang. Is that the spy comic you were talking about earlier? I don't know what caused both of them to be in there. It freaks me out. But it was in black and white, and I had both of them in there. Oh, okay. Uh, are the Heat going to make it to the uh, NBA Finals? So I had a couple things written down here in case you didn't ask me about it, and I have most disrespected Miami Heat. They are very disrespected. Yeah. Jay, but they're fucking hard workers. Duncan Robinson, his three-point percentage last year off a of catch-and-shoot, 
He is, I think, third or second all time, and the only other people on that list are Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. For some reason, I never. That's impressive. Uh, for some reason, I never really thought about Pat Riley, um, Spell, Eric Spolstra, and Jimmy Butler all sitting in the same room. But I think, like, they're pretty three pretty similar guys. Yeah, I agree. And like, I, I never really thought about all three of them being together, but I'm like, they would all click. Bam grew up in a trailer park. Like, he just bought his mom a house with his, like, first contract. I think that they're all grinders who came from very little. Like, uh, Jimmy was homeless earlier. He has a little, uh, you know, write-up in Sports Illustrated, yeah. if you ever get the time, that is fantastic. And Spolstra, I mean, Spolstra entered the came NBA up as a nothing. video, like, an like assistant video producer or something. Level. I mean, yeah. he, essentially at the time he was dubbing over VHS tapes. Right. Yeah. It's insane. So most disrespected. Uh, also, Tyler Hero, we saw great flashes of him last year in the bubble, which is like, I get it. It was really good for shooters, but as a- The best, pretty much. And the rookie, pretty much the best for a young Heat team. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Will- Whatever team James Harden finishes the season on, will they be higher than a five seed in the playoffs? If there's a trade, yes. Where does he go? Philadelphia? Okay, so... Washington? New York, Washington. I think the Daryl Morey thing is interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's a lot better package for him with being with Embiid and getting Ben Simmons out of there. Um, but do I think he really improves any situation that, so any team that's trading to like make that next jump can't afford the pieces that James Harden brings. Uh, Yeah. And James Harden isn't going to give you that championship bump. So I mean, do they finish Top five or above? Absolutely not. But oh. he might trade into like a three through five team. But one and two definitely aren't taking him. Okay. I doubt three does either, but we'll see. All right. Um, where do the Nets finish? So I think that's a good question. Most overrated now that Spencer Dinwiddie is injured might be the Nets because I think that if anything has been Kyrie and Durant's kryptonite sustainability. Yeah. So you take out your next leading score. We'll see. Uh, They're in the playoffs for sure, but are they one through three in that East? They might be third, but they're not higher than that. I had them written down as fifth. I think somebody gets injured in the middle. Okay. We, if it's not Kevin Durant, here's the thing. KD. I mean, KD, healthy KD is He's a, one or two in the league. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's, yes, but hey, that's it's That's exactly like, what I was going to say. I don't know. It's just like, I, I just don't, how do you rely on them all, you know, being healthy and being a fucking cohesive unit all year? It's like, I'll be more than happy to watch the Nets be good because it's like, who the fuck cares? My it's the Nets. thing is like, how much has homeopathic medicine advanced oh, recently? This is a great question. <laughs> because that <laughs> determines how long Kyrie will be on the court. Also, how much has Eastern medicine advanced? <laughs> right. You know, we'll see. All right. Namaste. Uh, do the Bucks have the one seed wrapped up? No. 
Okay. Is uh, it their top and, three? Okay. My last question. Who leads the league in scoring? Ooh. Wow, individual player, I wasn't ready for that. Um I think James Harden would be a funny pick. Be silly as fuck. And it would be really cool. Uh, but I do think that it might be Steph Curry. I think we're both on the same page there. I'm so I hate to say it, but I'm like so big on Steph this year. Who else is there on the Warriors? Is the I issue. know. That's what I just keep looking at him. I'm like, there's no one. There's a bunch of bricks surrounding him. I keep watching. He has to put up a million. <laughs> and it's just like, how nice can you say that your team is really bad? Exactly. <laughs> like he just has to put up a million shots. So like statistically, and he's great at shooting fucking three pointers. Without um, a doubt. Uh, do you want to talk about our dark horses? You had that yes, question. So the dark horses was the only thing left. But uh, I got a question my, for you. In my mind. I got a question for you. Yeah. The Lakers. You asked me about my bucks. The Lakers. What do you think? I mean, they're they're looking pretty tasty here. You know, AD sits out and they still fucking blowing teams out. It it's gonna take a minute, but I uh I have I have faith that they're gonna be very similar to what they were doing. It'll see how their shooting fucking pans out. But I mean, how much has really changed if you still have LeBron and AD? That's a good point. Uh, but I think that there's a lot of things that have changed on that aspect, but I know that you don't go as deep into Lakers Twitter as I do, which is ironic. I, well, yeah, cause I'm more of a LeBron James yeah. guy. Then. So before we get to, it's our, also just so early. It's a lot. It is a lot. Like I was more than happy to ask you all those questions and not have to That's answer all those questions. So before we get to our dark horse, let me mention a couple things that, uh, you didn't ask me. So I think the teams that are going to surprise you are, by surprise you, I mean do better than what you think. Yeah. Not necessarily they're great. Exceed expectations. Correct. Uh, Atlanta Hawks and Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Um. So I have written down as my most overrated Philly. Um. Somebody else, but I can't read my uh writing right now. So you have gone without marks. Okay. Fuck so, you, unwritten, unreadable team. I agree. Dark Horse in the East. Who you got? Hawks were kind of there. Really? I mean, you got Trey Young. I don't think, I think they're improving. Do I think that they're going to be a well, this dark is, horse, like, this possible is the sneaky now? athletic dark horse. So let's collaborate. What do you think? Orlando Magic. Okay. Markel Folks has been playing out of his mind. They did great in the bubble. They, they never they, left it. Right. They also, they just stayed there. <laughs> I mean, they had to be there in the first place. You know, yeah. they had to be well enough to go out. And I don't think that they have minused anything. Okay. Who are they going to lose? Evan Fournier? I I like it. I like so, the I like the magic. The West, we got to be thinking about the same team. I doubt it. I don't think they're like a true dark horse who I'm thinking of. But so mine is. Who you got? Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay. I just want to pick the Suns because we're the Suns podcast. I thought about it, but like they're not a oh, they're not really so a dark ho- they're not really a dark horse. But it's like that come was on. my thing is like we're expecting them to take that yeah, huge like, step up. You don't this get year. Chris Paul and like all of a sudden become a dark horse. Right. But come on, they're going to be so much more fun to watch. Oh, without a doubt. And like Chris Paul 
doing those lobs. I know I've said it before, but Chris I'm so Paul, excited like, about fucking it. lecturing Aiton on like where to actually be and those shit. Crispy bounce passes. DeAndre Aiton has, has never had a player do this to him in his whole career. No, you think especially Devin Booker, one that's a third of his height. Yeah, you think Devin Booker was going up to me like, "Hey, so when I'm dribbling here, I want you to be rapping this way." Like, no one has ever told him anything of like this in his life. So it, yeah, I'm sure there'll be an adjusting period. I'm sure he invites, like Chris Paul invites every single player over individually, one on one, and plays them in bowling and just puts up oh, like a two fifty just plus. to establish dominance. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right off the bat, that's a yeah. No, he's like, all right, guys, uh, we're gonna do a fun little bowling out, like an outing yeah. for the team. I went ahead and rented them out, and like the young players who probably don't know mm. are like. Oh fuck yeah, let's go what bowling. What a nice guy. Yeah, and then he's the just State like, Farm strike, guy staying true strike, to his name. Strike. Just fucking dominating, not touching a sip of beer either. Without like he got a doubt. he ordered pitchers, paid for them, <laughs> didn't touch us, didn't touch his fucking drink. Like, hey CP, you need one? I'm good. Yeah. Water. Water's for me. Maybe a little lemon. Yeah, yeah. He's feeling risque. Yeah. You know, it gets the gets the juices flowing. Without a doubt, he's got the he's got the handbag and he's like bouncing it back and forth, <laughs> top hand, bottom hand, top hand, bottom hand, boom, boom, boom. Oh, boom. getting a little rosin on that. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Oh, Clippers I, suck, but let's not talk about that. Uh-uh. They're, I mean, the Mavs whooped Oof. up on them. Wait, what did you say about Luca MVP? No, no, was all I said. I don't think he's gonna win MVP either. So I think that the most likely to win it are. Giannis develops a three-point shot. Steph Curry leads his team. Or one person on one of the main two on Brooklyn gets injured and they still like make a decent run. What about Russ? What about Russ? He's dangerous. Is he? Always. I mean, he's been really dangerous if you're a big man trying to get a board and don't expect a short person to jump up in front of you. Fair. So... What if he you know, puts you up? That what if he puts up close incentive. to triple double numbers? Congratulations. I'm just saying. I I don't think that anything you're saying makes. I think him KD MVP arguer. I think KD is going to make a push. He's we haven't pissed seen off. him in forever. He's so mad. Like that. everybody, this is we're going to have a a year of basketball. Uh, we're going to have two months of basketball of everybody being, everybody being like. Hey, KD is really fucking good at basketball. Yeah. He's so detached from reality, and I think we're detached from KD. And, like, I think that he understands how unbelievably good he is, but the, like, general public doesn't. And so I think that whenever we look at KD, we are like, oh, wow. Like, he really should be one or two ever. We're like, wait, why isn't he ever, hasn't, why hasn't he been in the discussion the right. last year? And, like, he also, amendment back, but whatever. I'm moving the Bills to three. I want to get my my uh, top four: Chiefs, Packers, Bills. Tampa Bay, New Orleans tied for four. Okay, well I have the Bills at four, so we'll end it there and see how our predictions end up. Yeah, listen I, to the Christmas episode; it's really yeah, funny. If you haven't, Chandler really has good. given his full effort. I put a lot of effort into that game and getting it ready. Yeah, so was, you well as some people you that I did. Love. You and. Your crew and her brother, yeah, did ninety nine point nine percent of the setup. I I called you and I was like, "I have it ready. You just have to." I think I added like four four things in there, and And one was the same that you. I had alcohol. The same thing, yeah. So yeah, 
I I added very little and I had a great time. So yeah, you should definitely listen to that. I'm going to go back and listen to it. It is really funny. Honestly, yeah. I listened back to it and laughed out loud multiple times. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week. We appreciate you all so much. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SNKY Athletic Pod and follow us on Instagram, Sneaky Athletic Pod. Uh, we love you guys. We'll see you next week.